You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. I mean, it sucks. Those guys not respecting us. Um, they come into Lincoln and think that, you know, they can win this with ease and um, that this isn't even a little rivalry, you know. Definitely hurts, but I mean, we just use that as momentum. And I think uh, the guys are really focused in, dialed in. That this is a big week. We really want to show everybody that we're here. Uh, well, we're looking forward to the matchup. You know, it's a Black Friday game and, um, you know, we're excited to play them. Really, that's all it comes down to. They've beaten us the last four times, and, and um, we're excited to go out and have another game to play this, this Friday. Uh, we, we got a lot of respect for their program. And they're consistent. They're solid. They're tough. They're physical. I got a lot of respect for uh, Coach Ferentz. He's, he's been a good friend and um, acquaintance for a long time. I think he does things the right way. Uh, so we're playing a good team. Look forward to renewing that in a few years and having it be the last game of the year every year. With us sharing a border with him, I think that makes sense. But again, rivalries are usually for fans. Um, we need to focus on trying to accomplish a mission. And welcome here to this special edition of the Husker Online Show. We're a little earlier here for you all this week as... It is a short week for everybody in this country as we get ready for the Thanksgiving holiday and most importantly, Black Friday football here in Lincoln. It's Nebraska and Iowa. The ninth time these teams have met since joining the Big Ten Conference, Iowa has won the last four. They want, they're now up in the series 5-3, to three, and that was after Bo Pelini handed Mike Riley a 3-1 to one series lead. So this has uh, been a series... Uh, that Iowa has controlled, and they're once again the favorites again here coming into Memorial Stadium on Saturday. Now, next year, guys, this series will take a little bit of a break. Um, it's the uh, Sean Eichhorst fork in the road of the series as uh, Nebraska <laughs> and Iowa will play earlier in November, and instead we'll get uh, a nice manufactured Black Friday series with Minnesota and P.J. Fleck for two seasons. Yeah, turn up the tradition. That's what it's all about. Minnesota-Nebraska on Black Friday, baby. Woohoo! That's just terrible. <laughs> I don't even... Ugh. It's here, and by the way, that's another home game. So the one positive spin get is two Black Fridays, two in, Black a Fridays in a row, baby. Yeah. So two Thanksgivings at home for the, the Klauses, the Washettes, and the Callahan family. But other than that... Um, not a lot of silver lining as this has built into a nice brand, a nice rivalry. And I know with Iowa and the conference, they consider Wisconsin their chief rival. But you could argue Nebraska is growing quickly into becoming right up there with them. Yeah. And, and Minnesota, obviously Minnesota, the 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 the, the Floyd Rosedale. Yeah, Floyd Rosedale, the whatever. Pig. The, pig. the, pig, the yeah, pig trophy. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, those other rivalries I think have obviously more tradition uh, just been around longer and you know have more of a um, a base around it but what Nebraska and Iowa have is pure fan disdain I mean those two fan bases don't like anything about the other uh, and so I think it goes beyond just uh, you know the players and coaches on the field this is one that resonates far more I think with the fans uh, and I think it's that's what you get with just kind of the natural border the only border rival Nebraska has in this conference um, and you know the fact that Iowa has dominated the series I think has kind of suaded Nebraska fans to look at this differently than maybe they did when they joined on, the conference. Nebraska yeah. I mean Pelini kind of toyed with Iowa and then it led to Sean Eichhorst making the comment, you know, we didn't even mm -hmm. care about Nebraska's win over Iowa or Pliny's win over Iowa because we had to look at where Iowa's program was. Then all of a sudden they got good the next four years. Yeah, and all of a sudden they've won, what, four, last four in a row and five of the last six. Uh, so, I mean, this has been kind of pure domination uh, by the Hawkeyes, and they've made sure that Nebraska fans hear about it as much as possible on social media or people people that live close to Iowa or in Iowa that, that go to work and have to hear from their coworkers every day. So this is one that I think that has just kind of organically developed 
developed. I know they don't even sell their stadium out though. That's what's crazy. Iowa does not sell out games. But they beat Nebraska, and for Nebraska fans, that's that's where it, the line is. It's, it's it's an annoying rivalry, and one that, like I said, it was forced. I think to coming into the year where they made the the trophy and all that. But I think when Iowa had the success, it did. It kind of turned. We stole all it, the hats at the. Yeah. At the <laughs> that's another story for off the air. It turned the conversation. <laughs> we took all the heroes. Uh, at trophy yeah, hats. turned the conversation <laughs> to uh, one where Nebraska actually had to look at Iowa a little differently. Well, yeah, I don't. I don't know if there's another team that Iowa hates more than Nebraska, and it's. I mean. It, I feel like that was before Nebraska even really got into the Just Big read Ten. the message boards. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, they've always hated Nebraska. Um, and, and They call and, us the Nebraska the nubs. The nubs. The noobs. And then, um, you know, you, of course, you, you kind of look at how things started once Nebraska did get in the Big Ten and, and how, you know, basically Husker fans refused to call Iowa a rival. Um, and then the, I think the, the tipping point was most definitely the I-Course comment about you know saying well we don't even really know where Iowa's program is at or whatever and um, and everything's kind of been downhill since that point in time so so yeah this is a big game um, and I think after getting after not only getting beat but getting beat pretty pretty good the last four years uh, I think a lot of Husker fans have finally come around to embracing this rival uh, and, and kind of uh, having having somewhat as much disdain for for the Hawkeyes as they have for the Huskers yeah I've tried to define what the rivalry is and I think a lot of it is the 80s and the 90s Nebraska was a far superior program over Iowa and they never played each other and Nebraska kind of rubbed it in their face like oh yeah you guys stink and we're the national champions and now Iowa they think Nebraska still lives obviously in that past glory and that annoys them that annoys their media that annoys everyone around the program that they still talk about the past and then Nebraska will fire back. You know, you act like you guys are on some historical high, but really Iowa, you know, hasn't. They've, they've played for one Rose Bowl recently under Ferentz and an Orange Bowl about seven, eight years ago, but they haven't really obviously won a conference championship or done anything at a really, really high level. And I think that's where Nebraska fans will get annoyed back. Like, you guys act like you're Ohio State or Michigan and you pump your chest because you've beaten Nebraska's three or four worst teams in, in modern day history. Yeah. And I think that's, again, what uh, has changed the whole dynamic of this thing. Whereas Nebraska for you know, going into joining the big 10 would have never even considered Iowa at their level. I mean, they were so far beyond or behind um, everything that, that Nebraska's program had accomplished that it wasn't even worth their time. It was a lot like, you know, Tom Osborne's comments about how Colorado desperately wanted to be Nebraska's rival, but you know, Nebraska always whipped Colorado and they won championships and, and did all these things that Colorado could only dream about. Well, now, you know, that uh, the playing field has been leveled a bit and Nebraska has been humbled in a major way and Iowa has completely now, dominated Colorado won a national title. I mean, in 90, 90, 91 to 92, 93, Colorado was a top five team and they won a national championship. I mean, a little bit different there. I mean, Colorado elevated themselves. Tom because Osborne said himself he never considered Colorado a rival. And McCartney, whatever, circled the, the game in red and like didn't allow anybody to wear red on campus. So, I mean... Yeah, Colorado did more than Iowa, but uh, they weren't even a blip on Tom Osborne's radar. You know, it was Oklahoma. That that was the deal. So uh, I, I think that what you know this this rivalry has become is you know Nebraska just desperately needs to to shut Iowa fans up because right now they have all the bri bragging rights. Yeah, that's that's the the bottom line for Nebraska right now is is just shutting Iowa up and finding a way to to kind of 
to get this first notch in Scott Frost's belt when it comes to this series, and and then you know kind of keep things rolling from that point. So you know we'll see if it happens this I, Friday. If they if Nebraska wins Friday, I mean you get the sense that it won't be so Nebraska nice for Iowa fans no. here because <laughs> it hasn't been very Nebraska nice in Niall Kinnick Stadium the last couple of times. A lot of you know, people. I mean, they they get just huffy and puffy and emotional about beating a bad Nebraska team. I mean, yeah, these, sure. these aren't even good Nebraska teams. I, I mean, they're okay teams, but the Riley nine win team when Tommy Armstrong couldn't even walk mm-hmm. and he played quarterback when he shouldn't have been playing. I mean, that that they blew that team out. And man, I've never seen people so huffy, puffy, excited and about beating Nebraska. It's like uh, I'm sure Iowa will come up with some story about how they were mistreated or didn't Nebraska fans were mean or did something cuz that seems to be the the trend where yeah. they find something to <laughs> to pick at Nebraska about and uh, kind of the story of the series over the last six years. And they, they they act like there's a big mutual respect. And I, I get it. They're Schnander played at Iowa for Ferentz or with Ferentz and then Brian, but you get the sense Nate there is something there with Brian Ferentz, Frost and Schnander. I mean, those guys are all kind of the same age. And and there's a little bit of ego with those those coaches right there, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. they, they all have an ego. I mean, really, every coach has got somewhat of an ego. But, yeah, I feel like those guys are all young, confident guys, and, and they definitely have got an ego. And, um, and I mean, Ferentz – He's got the upper hand right now. Well, yeah, Brian Ferentz, he's got the upper hand, and, and he's not afraid to kind of spout off and, and say some things. He was uh, at midfield with Frost and those players last year, yeah. and they were kind of sp- – barking back and forth exactly and and he's made some some comments about the way nebraska recruits in the past and and things like that you know and uh digs at the pipeline yeah 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 digs at the pipeline i mean he's not afraid to kind of poke the bear a little bit and and uh you know i'm sure that's i mean that's another layer to this whole deal all right well when we come back we're going to delve more into senior day uh talk offensive and we're going to talk luke mccaffrey how do you get luke mccaffrey involved in this game against iowa that's next here listening to the husker line show